What's up, everybody, and welcome back to After Dragons. My name is Rob Sanchez, and this is the pregame for New Comic Book Day, March 3rd, 2021. Uh, first up, we've got a little bit of news here. Recently, we've got episode 14 of our Creator Interview series posted, uh, speaking with Jed McKay from Marvel's Black Cat, Taskmaster, and Avengers Mechstrike. Uh, and he's also the writer of Magic the Gathering, coming from Boom Studios in April. Next week on the Creator Interview Series, we'll be talking with Rob Venditti about Tankers Number 1 from Bad Idea Comics, as well as his other projects. And the week after, we'll be speaking with the creator and owner of Sparrow Toys, the Fallen Kingdom action figures line that has a comic book that goes along with that. I've seen as well that there is a Kickstarter around the corner, I think, to release those figures in a six inch format where right now the figures are all four inch standard uh, so that'll be cool to speak with a toy creator there and learn a little bit about that process and uh, and talk about how closely toys and comics can align with one another uh, my own little comic project rayon rising is a six page project working i'm working on with samir sandu uh, he's almost done with the with the art the pencils and we're working with a letter and colorist here to pull that project together and hoping to have it to display and um, potentially turn it into a full issue Kickstarter down the road. With that, let's dive into the main segments of the show. We're going to start by looking at the keys of the week as set aside by the Key Collector app. Definitely check out that app if you're collecting comics and interested in monitoring any first appearances or new releases down the road or key issues. Next, we'll move into my four picks of the week. These are the books I'm most excited for. Then we've got some honorable mentions because it's hard to just pick four, followed by the cover considerations because within comics, there are always certain books that just speak to you from the cover. Um, you don't even need to know what the story is to add it to the collection. And for certain collectors, they may almost collect entirely off of that kind of gut feeling that the art can give you. Next, we'll look at the pre-order plug. This is a book way out, a few months in advance. We'll see what the pre-releases have in store for us. And then we'll look at a few books that are on FOC this week that would need to be placed on your pull list by March 8th, so by uh, next Monday. First up, in our keys of the week, we've got Gotham City Comics, Mesa, Arizona, recommending Batman number 106. Batman was on a hiatus here as the future state had its way with the, uh, with the readers lately. I really liked the beginning of the future state. It did kind of kick off with a bang. I think just with it being just two issues, there really wasn't enough to enough substance to really bite into that and and enjoy it so i i'm glad it's over but we're we're moving on and batman i think is one of the only series that is continuing its numbering from pre-future state where many other series are kicking off fresh like suicide squad uh wonder girl uh crime syndicate as we'll dis discuss here in a little bit 
Um, and Batman number 106 is is up next or is up first on our keys with a cover price of $4.99. Following the tragic events of Infinite Frontier number one, Batman and his new ally Ghostmaker must reckon with a new gang operating in Gotham City. But are they connected to the reemergence of the Scarecrow? Meanwhile, shadowy billionaire Simon Saint pitches an advanced law enforcement system to the mayor. The creative team behind the epic Joker War returns with a thrill-packed, dangerous new storyline called The Cowardly Lot. Plus, the backup story, Demon or Detective, begins as Damian Wayne is on the run. After everything Damien has gone through, can he escape Gotham and find his way back to where his journey started, to his mother, Talia al Ghul? This two-part tale concludes this month in Detective Comics uh, 1034. So this is going to be a debut of a new Scarecrow design, an updated, uh, more Tinian-like Scarecrow design. So that will be very cool to see. Uh, or I, it, it's not Tinian actually. It's Joshua Williamson as the team head had switched over with this new series, and it's written by Joshua Williamson with art by Gleb Melnikov and Jorge Jimenez. Jorge Jimenez. Uh, the book is slated to not only have a new scarecrow design but also a first cameo appearance of miracle molly a character coming up here in the in the batman mythos so we'll look for more of molly here down the road and i'm happy to have that on the pull to catch a cameo appearance there batman has been uh quite a journey i think for many readers it, it hasn't been for me i really only read some select stories of Batman and then of the recent line jumped in the last story arc. So I'm catching up here, but uh, enjoying the ride. Second key of the week. This comes from Key Collector Comics themselves, and they have selected ENIAC number one from Bad Idea Comics. On August 6, 1945, the United States dropped the nuclear bomb on Hiroshima. Three days later, a second bomb was dropped in Nagasaki. Only President Truman wasn't the only one who gave the order. It was ENIAC. In the Allies' determination to end the war, they had accidentally created the world's first autonomous machine intelligence, which had quickly deduced that one bomb wouldn't be enough. But ENIAC's real plan was only just the beginning. Now, 75 years later, an encrypted countdown has just been detected in Earth's satellite network, and mankind only has three days left before ENIAC launches every weapon in the planet's nuclear arsenal simultaneously. Uh, with few options and even less time, the Secretary of Defense has just given two covert operatives the most important mission in human history, Kill ENIAC. This is going to be a big title for a few reasons. The solicit is pretty sweet there with an AI from the 70s finally enacting its plan, or from the 40s rather. But also it's the first main release, or scheduled I should say, release from Bad Idea Comics. Where we learned that Bad Idea snuck a in a preview or a, a true first issue called Hero Trade into shops earlier this year. ENIAC number one is their first slated title, and it comes out this week. There are only select shops that are pulling Bad Idea comics. This isn't something you can put on your normal pull list through previews or Lunar. You're going to need to go to Bad Idea's website and find out which stores near you are stocking bad idea comics and you know speak with them and get on the pull list that way through the shop bad idea is operating with a few uh, tenants that are unique 
uh, you could say among the comic industry, there's not, there will not be reprints and there will not be graphic novels and there won't be digital versions. So it's really truly uh, manual, right? It's uh, in your hands and a true comic book kind of art to medium there. So we'll see how that works out. I'm going to try and stop in the shop and get a copy early. I've got a, uh, another shop hopefully grabbing me a copy there too. So it'll be good to add ENIAC to the list and finally figure out how this bad idea is going to go. I haven't gotten to see any of the work from it. Um, only speaking with Dinesh on the creator interviews and I'm looking at all the awesome news. So it'll be sweet to see how ENIAC kicks off with tankers coming right behind that. So that was a recommendation for Key Collector Comics um, of the Key Collector app. So moving into my four picks of the week, the first pick is actually ENIAC number one from Bad Idea Comics. Um, for all of the reasons just discussed, I'm very excited to to get this in the collection, to, to read it, and um, finally embark on this Bad Idea journey. The cover has a kind of a a dude from the 50s or 60s kind of lab coat just getting devoured by wires and old computer diodes and things so it's a uh, it's going to be a, a horrific journey I think and there's been some cool marketing with Matt Kent leading the way there as the writer and creator of this story my second pick of the week is going to be crime syndicate number one back on the DC side this is written by Andy Schmidt with art by Brian Hitch and Kieran McCowan Spinning out of Dark Knight's death metal, the multiverse is reborn, and Earth-3 with it. In this six-issue miniseries, witness the true origins of the malevolent makers of mayhem known as the Crime Syndicate, as a common foe unites them. But how long can alliances last between villains like these? Also in this issue, it's the origin of Ultraman, and a backup story drawn by Brian Hitch. So we've got some superheroes, uh, villains, I should say, coming together against one universal threat that from the cover, I believe, is Starro, which is going to be a sweet read. Uh, I've got the Starro Hero Clicks piece that I really enjoy. He's got some, some cool mind control mechanics. Starro is a character whom I have not read in a modern story, so it'll be great to get a little bit of that character introduction. Plus, I always enjoy these villain team-ups and you know, I'm not disappointed that this is only a six-issue miniseries as uh, it won't be, you know, an ongoing one that's going to need its own box or anything. It'll be nice and concise here. So looking forward to see what Andy Schmidt has in store for us and how Crime Syndicate rolls out. That's coming out here on Wednesday. My third pick for the week is going to be Nocterra number 1 coming from Image. Written by Scott Snyder with art from Tony S. Daniel and Tomu Mori. The cover art of the many different variants is sweet, so definitely check that out. There's a cool jock variant. There's a glow-in-the-dark variant coming out, as well as an Alexis Zirit variant that's uh, psychedelic and colorful as hell. The solicit reads, Full Throttle Dark, Part 1, 10 years after the world is plunged into an everlasting night that turns all living creatures into monstrous shades, the only way to survive is to stay close to artificial light. Enter Valentina Val Riggs, a skilled ferryman who transports people and goods along deadly unlit roads with her heavily illuminated 18-wheeler. This March, legendary creators that we've discussed unveil horrors beyond any shade in this extra-sized first issue. Nocter is coming out, and I highly recommend grabbing a copy to check it out. I believe it was already kickstarted, or some element of it stems from 
Kickstarter initially. So that'll be great to to dive into another another image series with two moons last week and Noctera this week. Images keeping the foot on the pedal. Especially the Spawn Universe coming at us here mid to late summer. My fourth and final pick is going to be Berserker from Boom Studios. Number one, written by Matt Kent and Keanu Reeves, with art by Ron Gurney and cover art by Raphael Grampa. Uh, there are many variants of this as well, some, some really kick-ass variants. So check that out if you're uh, getting more than one cover. If you're just getting one, grab the A of this one, because I think uh, it's going to be a hit for sure, as it's got quite a bit of clout with Keanu Reeves tagged um, with writing credits there. The solicit reads, discover the next blockbuster action franchise from the iconic Keanu Reeves in his must-read comic book writing debut alongside New York Times bestselling co-writer Matt Kent, who's also the writer of ENIAC Number 1, uh, and acclaimed artist Alessandro Vitti from Marvel's Secret Warriors. In a brutally violent new series about one immortal warrior's fight through the ages, the man known only as Berserker is half-mortal and half-god, cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity. But after wandering the world for centuries, Berserker may have finally found a refuge, working for the U.S. government to fight the battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, Berserker will be granted the one thing he desires, the truth about his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. Sweet. Uh, this is going to be a 12-part series. It's been kickstarted already uh, as a graphic novel, and now it's going to be releasing issue by issue uh, through Boom. I think we are in for uh, quite a treat here as this as this gets started, especially with 12 issues planned. You know they have that full story structure and some arcs and turns, and that they'll be pushing it all the way through those 12 issues because the book has already been released. There's probably some mixed mixed things about really using Kickstarter to initially uh, uh, start a project that's already coming from Boom with Keanu Reeves and Matt Kent on it. But, uh, you know, Kickstarter is a valuable tool for that. So for it, for independents and professionals, I guess, as it's turning out. I've got a few honorable mentions for the week. As, as, as I explained, it's very hard to just pick four of these uh, titles for for each new comic book day. The first up is Sonyaversal number two. This is the the Sonyaverse being all mashed up with uh, Sonya's hunting Sonya's and this kind of Sonya curse uh, with Red Sonya fighting all these other Sonya's. So there's a quite a thing unfolding here on the Dynamite side that had a kick-ass first issue and a lot of variants for each Sonya Versal issue coming out here now, showing the different Sonyas with uh, the A covers by J.I. Lee and Jun Chung, the main guys doing dynamite covers here lately for Red Sonya and even some Vampirella. My second honorable mention is going to be Hellions number 10. I um, previously learned that this was Arcade's face actually on the cover, and number 10 is an homage to a a previous x-factor cover and there are some really good placements of the windows and characters there that just match it perfectly i'll have to find the cover and, and get a tweet out of the two compared so i'm looking forward to adding that to the collection and just more hellions in general had a bit of a scare thinking hellions was going to be canceled after 10 but then i learned that there's going to be a gala event in the x-men world that is putting some series on pause for a month or two 
I can't quite explain the disappointment I felt hearing there was going to be a gala within the X-Men. After Ten of Swords and the whole feast thing and the tournament and the, the arm wrestling, I don't know if I'm ready for a gala yet, but, you know, we never are ready for, for the galas, are we? Uh, so we're the, as the reader, we are going whether we want to or not if you're choosing to follow these X books or you're just picking them up again in a month. But everything pauses, it seems, for another event as Emma Frost is gathering folks to her, her new palace and, and island. Good things going along with the X-Men, of course. My third honorable mention is Star Wars, The High Republic number 3, written by Kevin Scott, with art by Ario Anandito and cover art by Phil Noto, also doing Cable. Uh, Phil's doing excellent work there. All new, the all-new series continues, a dark mystery only the Jedi can unravel, but at what cost? A planet stricken by a mysterious blight, one Jedi missing and another driven insane. What horror lurks in the darkness beneath the rotting crops? Death is averted, but a terrible union is formed. Can Keeve Trinis protect an innocent life while facing betrayal from within her own order? Still don't know how to pronounce the name. Is it Keeve? Is it Keeve? I don't know. But I did start reading the novel for Star Wars High Republic, written by Charles Soule. And I'm about 100 pages in there and enjoying it so far. The Jedi are a force to be reckoned with now, gathered in mass. So we'll be discussing that some more, hopefully, as these stories unfold. Still going to be following the High Republic in comic form for a while here to really see how the story shakes out. I just like the idea of exploring other eras of Star Wars or just vastly different timelines as opposed to filling in these micro gaps and areas we've been doing as of late. My fourth and final honorable mention is going to be Chariot Number 1, and this time the B cover. I'm going with this because it is a Mike Diodato cover. It's done in black and white. It's got the two, or the main character, and I think the uh, the ship's AI, or a representation of it, kind of underwater with a, with a car crash in the water. And... The solicit reads, The Chariot was a Cold War-era secret government project to provide its star agent with a weapon unlike any other in the form of a supercharged muscle car. It sank into the ocean decades ago, and the agent along with it, now a petty criminal looking to reform his life, has stumbled upon the Chariot. And he's about to find out that the agent's consciousness is still controlling it in this synthwave thriller. Uh, it's called The Chariot. Uh, Synthwave Thriller sums it up. They they give you a little bit of tease of the art, and it's just looking like a uh, an action-packed book with some bright, bold color. I tend to enjoy those kind of darker stories contrasted with the brightness there, so it'll be cool to add that to the list. It's written by Brian Hill with art by Priscilla Petraitis, and the cover art is Mike Deodato. It's uh, issue one of five from AWA Upshot. So they have been putting out some great books lately. And this one is flagged as mature in their line, which not all of their books are. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what, what pushes it over the edge there. The next section here will be the cover considerations. I've got two for us this week. The first is Engine Ward number eight. The cover is by A. Esma, who is also the artist for Engine Ward. And Engine Ward is has come up m multiple times with the cover 
that has grasped me actually from the shelves or from the solicits. It's not a book that I've read yet, so I, I do need to catch up on that and learn a little bit about what what Engine Ward is. It has a very cool watered texture and half profile of a face there, and it's written by George Mann. The solicit reads, As Aquarius launches an investigation into the celestial murder, Shiptown is brought under fierce celestial law, and the, alli- the allegiances between the gods begin to fray. Meanwhile, Joss locates a fragment of the Oert and learns the terrible truth about what it will cost to remake the world and the terrible reality of what really happened to her father. We're deep in it with this issue eight, but uh, this is a hell of a cover. So if I if I see it out, I may may have to make it to the stack. But I definitely need to go back and look into Engine Ward as well as Dryad, as Dryad number nine is one that keeps popping up in FOCs and in previews. And I've got it on order here, but I need to need to read the rest as that cover really pulled me. Check out both of those. My second. Uh, or third, I should say, with Dryad in the mix, is cover consideration is going to be Space Riders Vortex of Darkness number three from Black Mask Studios. This is written by Carlos Schifoni with art and cover art by Alexis Zirit. And Alexis Zirit has this awesome kind of 90s gritty style to his art, and the colors that he does are done in these kind of swaths of of primary color that just really have a unique look and impact to the art I'm looking forward to adding some of these books to my collection i have missed the previous space riders and uh things from alexis zirit so i'm jumping on a little bit late here but it's it's never too late and the solicit for this reads the satanic nightmare continues a vortex of death and blood takes the riders to an unexpected location before they can reach the empress of darkness Mar Alionza, the final barrier, demonic versions of themselves ready to take over the reins of their souls. Oh, sweet. So we got a hell of a story here from Kifoni and Zirit. And I've really, really liked what Black Mask puts out. I've got a few of their books from, from the last few years uh, in the collection. With that, there are two others on my poll this week that I'm looking forward to that I thought I should mention the first is Night Hunters number one of four from Floating World Comics, written by David Dave Baker, and this has art and cover art from Alexis Zirit as well. So Night Hunters number one was sold out. Uh, they and Night Night Hunters number one, the second print was quickly put on FOCs and is coming out this week. With his solicit reading. The sold-out sensation Night Hunters by Dave Baker and Alexis Zirit returns for a second printing. The central question at the heart of this cyberpunk cult classic, what would you do if you had to choose between being a cop or being dead? Uh, man, I don't know what's going to happen for us here, but it's a, a four-issue miniseries with that truly Zirit kind of 90s, 80s grittiness I'm not certain what the adjectives are. You're going to have to check it out. (laughs) And it comes from Floating World Comics. If you do see a cover of this in your shop, I'd grab it up. I don't imagine there will be many extra orders of of his books and things as it's been a little bit independent. Although it won't remain that way as he did one crazy good cover for Noctera 
uh, f- coming. I, f- I don't know from which comic shop, though, but there's a, a comic store exclusive Alexis Zirik cover for Noctera that is going to put him on the map, I think, and we'll be seeing a lot more from Mr. Zirik. The second one I wanted to point out on the list still is Star Wars Adventures, uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures number two is coming out, and they're still, you know, just introducing characters and the planets and things like that. So I'm following even the adventure series, I think just for an arc, and then I'll drop off that and follow the main book and the novels themselves. Can't quite kill the Star Wars love, as it was uh, kind of one of those initial universes, Star Wars and Warhammer 40k, that captivated me there. Moving through the show here, we've got our pre-order plug. This is a book that's coming up months in advance that you should check out now and maybe consider getting on the pull or or weighing the options. Uh, my title for this episode is Kojakuru the Skinner, number one of 12. This is written by Mike Mignola and Christopher Golden with art and cover art by Peter Bergting. Um, Kojakuru the Skinner, the strange and enigmatic bane of Eastern European witches, has been dead many years. But from a bloodied French town in the throes of World War II, a plea for help carries across the winds of time. A desperate band of resistance soldiers and their white witch allies rest their fate in the hands of Kojakuru's ghost. And when she answers their call, it will be heard near and far. Celebrated horror writers Mike Mignola and Christopher Golden return to tell the story of Kojakuru the Skinner. Once a small girl named Karina, who befriended a witch-hunting golem, rejoined by artist Peter Berting and colorist Michelle Madsen, the tale they spin will be one of horror, desperation, and ultimately hope. It looks like some gritty, awesome fantasy. I can't, cannot wait for this. It's coming through Dark Horse, a publisher who I don't have a whole lot from, so it's going to be great to add some more from them and explore another publisher's titles and also coming from some very established writers with Mignola and Christopher Golden there. Uh, Kojakuru the Skinner, they've teased issues one and two the cover, so check that out and see if it's worth hitting your poll or your collection. Before we hit the outro, I just want to talk about books on pre-order this week. So with FOC, you've got until March 8th now to put your orders in for uh, of the titles that we'll be releasing here down the road. I believe uh, it'll be titles releasing towards the end of March. We're, we're about three weeks in advance with FOCs. And there are some titles there that I would definitely uh, point you towards or recommend. In particular, I Breathe the Body number three from Aftershock. Space Riders Vortex of Darkness number four from Black Mask Studios. X-Men Legends number two with amazing art from Brett Booth coming from Marvel. X-Men Legends right now is the X-Men book, the classic X-Men. While the Hickman thing is going on and all of this wild interbook stories are happening, if you just want some good X-Men, X-Men Legends, man, jump on that. Because number two is coming out uh, by the end of the month. It gives you time to find number one and and catch up. There are two from Image, or four, I should say, and that's because Two Moons number two is on FOC this week. The number one of which came out last week and was excellent with a great mashup of horror and history uh, and kind of, yeah, horror and history. I think it was uh, it was just done really, really well. John Arcudi and Gian Giordano on art. Check out number two. And then the other image title to 
add to your pool is spawn number 316. As a comic shop owner here in Vegas says to me almost every time I see him, you've got to keep your spawn up. Uh, keep your spawn up. Uh, so 316 is coming out. Grab a A cover if you're interested, or all three covers if you're a spawn collector, and and enjoy the run up here to Spawn Universe coming at us in June as McFarland's Spawn World is gonna go crazy. And in the recent issues of Spawn, I have been getting more of an Avengers kind of vibe with the different types of spawns and the and the different team potential team members or allies, enemies showing up uh, in the the kind of time crisis event that ended up pulling all these other spawns forward and backwards into spawns timeline. That's it's been a great read. I highly recommend checking that out. I've even got a, a compendium of spawn incoming as they're gathering all the issues in color in trade format, 50 issues at a time. So I'll be able to finally catch up. At this point, I've only read up until spawn 20 or so, and then I started at spawn 295 and have caught up to 315. So I have a big chunk in the middle to catch. And uh, there's always something to read as the reading list continues to grow. With that, I just want to thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting the show. You can find me on Twitter at AfterDragons underscore with all of the podcasts, news, and reviews on AfterDragons.com and wherever podcasts are found. Good luck out there tomorrow.